0: This is a unique podcast exploring the criminal justice system and those involved and affected. We'll educate and expose the public as well as potential jurors to what takes place behind the scenes of those who are facing the system. Your host owns a litigation support firm called Justice Technology Professionals, and he works on criminal and civil cases offering support to defendants and counsel. What you're about to hear is an open dialogue opening the minds to the public to what takes place in reality as opposed to what you think takes place ladies and gentlemen welcome to the justice tech pros podcast here's your host dominic crea
1: hello listeners hope everybody's doing well Today I want to do an episode that's going to serve almost as a catch-up episode. And what I mean by that is just go over a few things, a few projects that may be going on, and address a few items that I have come across that I'd like to clarify, things of that nature. Sometimes that's what I do is I'll make little notes on random items, not necessarily tied to the criminal justice system, but perhaps tied to what goes on on YouTube within the community that I that I um, view and interact with on different channels. So I'll make notes on that and then I'll just want to address it just overall rather than field different. Sometimes I get emails, I get questions that way, so I try to just encompass what I could and discuss it on here so everybody has clarification. I like to clarify and be transparent as much as possible where it relates to items that I divulge to the public. So the way I look at it is if I make the public aware of something, I I like to keep them in the loop on all items related to that topic. So the first one I want to talk about, many of of you have um, heard about it. Uh, It's the wepushback.com website. And I want to get into a little bit of the focus on that and how it came to be. Initially, I was just simply brainstorming to myself. I try to do several segmented projects that kind of attach to the overall main project, for lack of a better way of putting it out, uh, describing it. And what I mean is this. About two years ago, I started the podcast, and the podcast's purpose was to appeal to the public. It was separate and apart from my businesses that I own and operate. It goes a little bit in tandem, I would say, with my uh, litigation support firm business. Obviously, the content all comes from perhaps daily responsibilities or cases I'm involved in, things of that nature, so those two do go hand in hand. The difference is with the company itself, I really work with the defense team. I'm not hired by the public, I'm hired by the defense team, and then we work with the client. So this outlet gave me a way to connect with the public directly and with clients directly, defendants that aren't even mine uh, correctly, other other defense teams that I don't speak with, but I figure it could offer an outlet where it could only help. People hear things, people hear, hear ideas, they could pull them, they could use them, they could implement them, all going along with the overall theme to as simple as it is just allow someone to get a more a a trial that is more in line with how the system's supposed to work as opposed to how it really does work and you're killing a few birds i feel i'm killing a few birds with one stone here because i'm appealing to defendants defendants could pick up things to educate themselves so they know what to ask their attorneys know what to ask their team know what to look for as well as helping members of the public be a little more prepared if they are selected for jury duty. And when you think about those two things in tandem, uh, together they uh, they will enhance the overall process. You'll have perhaps a more educated individual sitting on the jury panel with a bit of an open mind who will give the defendant more of a fair shot just to make sure they have a fair shot. And you have defendants that are more prepared. So they they try to exhaust efforts to make sure their team is putting on the best defense possible. So with that said, there's a little segment that have been spawned off of that. Originally, one of the items I I put out is on Facebook. It's called Jury Education. It's just a group I started, and I just kind of dumped material in there. It's a public group, so anybody could see it. Uh, There's not really memory... Many members in the group. You you don't really have to be a member of a public group on Facebook because you could see everything without being a member. You just have to be a member to leave comments. I I think I don't even know if it's public. You may be able to leave comments too, but I, I believe you do have to be a member to leave a comment. And it's really just a source to have information directly geared towards juries, information about jury nullification topics I talk on here, news articles. I have a lot of that uh, journalist that I always spoke about, Bill Mushi, a lot of his articles, a lot of things just, again, to drive home some of the points I make on here. So that works in tandem with that. Now, the more recent project, which, again, is a sub-level project from the podcast, it was spawned by the podcast and just how things come to mind organically is this website, wepushback.com. And what got me wanting to go down that route was I'll try to see where there's an issue or a problem, and then I'll try to come up with something to counteract that issue or problem. And I noticed there's a few of us on here, specifically myself, Mob Rats Exposed, who focus on... Some of my some of my episodes are focused on the informant angle and wanting them to be honest. And then MRE takes it from there. And he does his, his thing uh, as far as keeping it entertaining and using different segments, material, things of that nature to point out inconsistencies. So I was trying to think of... And there's channels popping up here and there. So I was trying to think of a way to house all of those channels where the general public... As they're searching for things, as they're searching cases, as they're searching about informants. Rather than have them only see a lot of these podcasts, which unfortunately, many of these informants are not being truthful on. And they're telling a lot of lies and they're making themselves look in a way that is not their true persona. They're trying to appeal to the public and gain the public's trust in a manner... That honestly doesn't reflect who they are as a person. Their actions don't reflect it. So when your actions don't reflect your words, there's a problem, right? Usually you judge, for me anyway, I judge people on actions, what they've done, how they conduct themselves. Uh, The words don't mean much to me because throughout my life, I've seen too many people talk a good game. And when it came time to producing, uh, it didn't match up. So they're trying to put out this persona, and from what I've seen, a lot of the channels, a lot of the, now I'm not saying every one, because I, uh, again, to be honest, I focus on the ones that may be impacting a case I'm involved in, something I'm working on, that's who I focus on. As time goes by, I'm sure that will expand, so that's just how it's starting now, and this thing is organic, it's going to change, it's going to morph, this is the infancy stages of it. This is the basis of it. I'm sure the website's even going to change. Sometimes I'll think of different layouts and formats to try to fit uh, public appeal. So that may may morph and uh, change as well. We'll see how that plays out. But the basis of the project right now as it stands, which I want to clarify because some people are getting confused. I want to clarify a few things on it. If you notice, right on the page itself, if you go to wepushback.com, it says that we're dealing with lying informants. The reason why I harp on that is I've already seen it happening. People are going to try to twist the intentions of this entire thing. They're going to try to make this. I'll tell you what they're going to try to make it. They're going to try to make it. Oh, these are just people who glorify the mob. Now they're attacking informants. Totally wrong. They do that. I'll tell you why they do that. They do that because in the eyes of the public, that'll minimize what we're trying to do here. By painting it that we're almost the bad guys because we're glorifying something, which is a complete 100% lie. I've done 70-something episodes. You could play every one. I've done interviews. I've been on radio show. I've been on podcasts. Never once has those words or anything even remotely close to that come out of my mouth. That's not the purpose here. I'm not here to glorify anything. There's nothing to glorify. I'm here to talk about the justice system. I'm here to talk about, now my focus with this project is informants lying is a big problem. There's a lot of people going to jail for it. And it has nothing to do with, it. okay, they may be involved in organized crime cases. Yes, that's what happens. That's that's a popular thing. Organized crime cases are popular being an informant with them now is a popular thing. Starting podcasts from, it's a popular thing. That's how it played out. That's nothing I created. My action is a reaction. It's a response to what is out already. This is a response to counteract what is currently going on. And right now, one of the big items that are taking place and events that are happening are informants who may have been linked to organized crime are starting podcasts to tell their stories. So in doing so, they threw themselves into the public light. And my objective is okay, if you're gonna do that, that's fine. But I I want you to be honest about it. Stop telling lies, stop telling stories. So that's the basis of how this thing started. It was to counteract on a on a bigger scale, because things are being done on YouTube, but to counteract it on a bigger scale and bring it into the web world where now there's a, a housing system, so to speak. Where all you go to this one site, everything's gonna be on there, everybody with the same objective by one way or or another, exposing in lying informants for their true, their true character. Now the lies are easy to pick up on many levels, they do podcasts. The majority of the informants who will be focused on have podcasts or have platforms that they're putting out material and that's why they'll be included. Rather than deciding to move on with their life and create a new life and reinvent themselves as they said they were gonna, they want to live the glory days and get the best of both worlds where they're telling these creative, made-up stories, making themselves more important than they are on all these different platforms and influence in the public. So it's only fair to have another side to that coin to show, when they do lie, to show where they lied, how they lied, and what the lie was about. So the culmination of all of these sites, and who knows, it may change. Some some channels may may change gears, and then what they do no longer coincides to the theme or to the cause, and and they may not be part of it anymore. People will join it. I don't know how it's going to develop. It's not a perfect system. This isn't a science. It's going to morph, it's going to mutate, and it's going to change until it gets to a point where I feel, okay, that's exactly in line with what I'm trying to do here. And what that does for everybody participating and everybody who has that same line of thinking, it gives exposure. It allows for their sites to show up On a more improved search result basis, because now they're in several locations, there's different keywords, it affects the SEO rankings, it affects the algorithms, anything you put on that web from as many sources as you could put it only helps get it exposure based on keystrokes, words, things of of that nature. So anytime you add to it, you're layering it. You're adding another layer to it. It, Almost like you're building a house and you're adding brick by brick. This is just another brick on top. So things start to add up. They start to build in a way where they play off one another. Everybody starts to get exposure because they're all intertwined. They're all playing off one another. They're all bringing in their own audience. Then that audience is finding other channels. It just helps for the overall concept of getting the word out there. Now, again, what's the focus? Right now, the focus, I saw a few comments where people were like, oh, not just Italians uh, get discriminated against or don't get a fair trial. I never said that. Of course not just Italians. I'd be a moron to say that. Just look at the system. There's African-Americans who have problems. Minorities, minorities have problem there's i could go on and on it it this is a problem that's not based on one specific race this is a global problem now the initial focus is geared towards italians and i'll tell you there's two reasons for that the first reason well mostly Italian inform uh, most of the informants who are lying are italian and they were associated with some kind of organization, those are the ones who are out there. Those are the ones on podcasts. Now, that doesn't mean that's where it's going to stay. If somebody emails me, they have a channel that may be focusing on a lying informant that affected their son or their father or their brother or their mother, whatever, and they're not Italian, they're welcome to join the site. Anybody's welcome to be on there. If they're exposing somebody lying to the public, that cost somebody their freedom they're welcome to the platform so again that's people do these things you have to understand they'll do these things to try to discredit to try to minimize what we're trying to do here to try to separate us too you have to realize they'll do that to separate us because there may be somebody who who's not Italian and they're facing these things and then they come to uh, they they get involved in this whole genre And they come across the channel and they come across the website and they hear all of this rhetoric from others that are trying to paint this movement as something geared only towards Italians. And then they'll say, oh, that's not cool. They're only helping Italians. That's not the case. That's not the case at all. Don't listen to that BS. I came up with this thing, so I know what the cause is. They could twist it however they want, but I'm telling you what the cause is. The cause is anybody who's lying, any an informant who's lying, who told stories and caused somebody their freedom, some way, somehow, caused somebody their freedom based on their lies. That's the focus. I don't care if you're yellow, green, brown, black, white, orange. Don't care. If somebody's doing that, as I have posted up, you email my office, you 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 leave a comment if you're doing a channel to counteract that. You're included. This isn't something that is only going to focus on one specific realm, the realm of Italians and and, uh, organized crime and informants related to that. No, that's where it's heavy right now because that's what's going on on YouTube. But everybody's welcome. As long as you fit in line with the mission statement, so to speak, where we're just focusing on informants who are lying, who are on public platforms, telling stories and costing people their freedom, they're all welcome. Whoever's making a channel to counteract that is welcome to be part of this. So I wanted to get out of the way that out of the way because I'm hearing that a lot. The other thing which I touched on a little bit is this whole glorification, all the glorifying the mob. Nobody's done that. If you could pull one clip and show me doing that, or even uh, Mob Rats Exposed doing that, or even Kane Shades Unc doing that. It's never happened. I've never seen that once. Nobody goes down that route. They're they're creating a falsity that doesn't exist to influence people out there who may but not be in the know. People that come across the sites and don't know. They're trying to use that to minimize it. They'll do specials on how oh people are saying the mob's good. This is but it's not. Look at how terrible these people are. That has That's totally irrelevant to what I'm doing here. I don't know what they're talking about. I have no idea. But I don't see many people. I see people glorifying informants. I do see that. I see a lot of that. There's channels. There's co-hosts. There's relationships. There's platforming. I see a ton of people glorifying informants. So maybe their words are really a reflection of what they're doing. So they're trying to twist it. They know they're glorifying informants. They know they're doing that, so maybe they're trying to say those in opposition to lying informants are glorifying organized crime, which is a hundred percent inaccurate. What we're focused on is okay. You have these informants; when they lie, they're gonna get called out on those lies. It's that simple. It's really that simple. It's not as complicated as they're trying to make it in. There's some kind of agenda or underlining tone where people are glorifying a criminal organization, a criminal enterprise. Nope, never was done, never will be done. Not the way I operate. And as this thing grows, gonna try to trim it, try to make sure everything on it is in line with that. Right now, it may not be perfect, it's developing. we got to see how it develops, how it expands. I have a lot of ideas for it. I told you I have the section of that. The other item I wanted to focus on with this website is a lot of these lying informants. They'll strike people, uh, somebody's channel. And when they strike the channel, the video has to get taken down. And obviously, why do they strike the channel? Because somebody may be exposing them, maybe making fun of them a little. And I'm going to touch on that as well. Maybe making fun of them a little bit, knocking them a little bit. So they strike it down. Now, what the website allows, we could work around that. There's a workaround, right? There's always got to be a workaround. So what's the workaround here? The workaround is this. The video can stay on YouTube on private, and now it gets uploaded. The link gets uploaded to the website, and everybody can still view it. So if it gets taken down, my suggestion would be to the content creators, you give me a heads up, you email my office a heads up, this episode got taken down make it private, send the link, and we'll get it up on the page that's titled Removed Content. So in essence, their strikes are now going to be powerless. We're going to negate what they consider a big power move by reporting it to YouTube. We're going to negate that. Okay, you got it taken down from here. Now it's on this platform. And then I would suggest the content creators actually put out a mini episode that just tell everybody, Okay, this episode was removed. The last episode we did was removed. You could find it here. And then you put the link in your description. So it's really just trying to counteract whoever's trying to silence what's going on here. I'm going to do my best to prevent that so nobody gets silenced. And again, all are welcome to join that are looking to bring light to somebody who lied, who was informed, who lied, who cost an individual their life. Put them behind bars everybody's welcome to join. This is an all-encompassing community. And I'll tell you what's funny. When people were making that remark, oh, they're just focusing on Italians. Even if that was my purpose, what's wrong with that? There's organizations that just focus on African Americans, on minorities. There's nothing wrong in that. Everybody has to do their part to help out one another. If that's your community and you want to help out, help out. I would have no problem coming on here right now and say, yeah, this is only going to be for Italians, and that's what I'm doing. But for me, it's a bigger picture. I want the public just to understand, irregardless of race, whatever, ethnicity, the problem is that informants should not be lying if they're making a commitment to the government to tell the truth. They should not be lying and costing people their lives merely to save their own skin. And they should also not be coming on YouTube trying to be a celebrity and expect no pushback from that. And I touched on where they get all banged up if they get made fun of. Now, I want to break that down. They're call, they're classifying being made fun of being called names, things like that, right? The normal thing. They're getting called names. They're being mocked, having videos done of them. Okay. Now, on the flip side of that, I don't think they're self-aware. They have no self-awareness about what they're doing. They're mocking people. They're making fun of people. Now, they may be doing it differently, but I've seen it firsthand where they're talking about people, they're talking about defendants, they're calling people stupid, they're saying, they're telling stories about people who have, are maybe not indicted and they're telling stories about what they've done, what type of person they are, or they killed somebody. They're telling stories about people and throwing them under the bus. Now, family members of those individuals, I'm sure they think that their loved ones being made fun of in that light. Being dragged through the mud in that light. They'll talk about women, they'll talk about exes. I've seen episodes where you know format will talk about an ex and try to make the individual uh to come across in a light that is promiscuous, and they're trying to defame and and, and pretty much put her put this person's character into question, trying to make her an individual with loose morals that's what they're doing on their end who's who's speaking up for that person so just because that person's family member directly may not be responding they have a problem with members of the public taking offense to that and by taking offense pushing back a little and giving them the business the way that they're dishing it out the common theme is they could dish it out and they can't take it if you ever notice They could go on there and talk for years and do episode after episode about people, about defendants, uh, about friends, about exes. They could do episode about episode about that, but they don't look at it as if they're doing anything wrong. They don't look at it as if they're tormenting somebody or abusing somebody. They overlook that. The second somebody, God forbid, makes fun of them or shines the light on, on their actions, it's complete chaos. They don't want to hear that. They want to cry foul when it's being done at their expense, but they don't want to have any self-awareness and take a look in the mirror and realize what they're doing and realize the content they're putting out. They'll be abused. I remember podcasters abusing people in the community, saying, oh, I'll come in your community. You're all rats. I'll do what I want. I'm tough. I could do anything. I'll come walk around your neighborhood. You're not going to do nothing about it. They're taunting and mocking constantly. So let's not play games and pretend they're just on there trying to earn a living, tell their stories, not bothering nobody. That's not what's happening. That's not what's happening at all. So this cause or this movement, whatever you want to call it, is geared towards focusing on those issues. And yes, right now a lot of those issues are surrounded around Italian-Americans who may have experienced this, this problem, this issue, where lying informants are telling tales at their expense and, co- and causing their freedom. And yes, a lot of those people may have the organized crime label, but the way I, I see things, that's irrelevant. Our focus has to do with the system and those affected. Their label and their reputation and their accusations is not t- part of this. What's part of this is how the informants are conducting themselves and whether they're being truthful or not. And I'll tell you one thing. People are concerned that, oh, if it's surrounded about Italians, okay. As I said earlier, let's say it was. I don't see that as a problem. There's many organizations devoted to different groups, specifically for different groups. And I personally find a lot of these organizations hypocritical because they'll help out all different kinds of people with different charges. They'll help out people who are accused of being a rapist, uh, people involved with children, or a lot of bad, bad stuff. A lot of bad stuff. These organizations will help them. But the second they hear if somebody's organized crime, they don't want to hear the facts. They don't care. They stay far away from it. And I've dealt with that directly. Organizations will not deal with it. The second they see it's linked to organized crime, they don't touch it. Well, for me... That's not acceptable. If you're supposedly about the law and about everybody getting a fair trial and about somebody being put in jail wrongfully and wrongful convictions, then you, sh- you you can't pick and choose. And I'm not going to pick and choose with this, with what, I, what I'm doing and with this new website. I'm not going to pick and choose. We're going to investigate. We're going to see if somebody wants to join it. We're going to vet it. See if it falls in line with the system. See if it falls in line with what we're trying to do. And if it does, they're welcome to be on it. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. But the website is really just to bring more attention, more awareness, and it allows me on a different level to do different types of promotion. When you have a website, you could do just different things to promote it. Whether it's take out ads, whether it's doing a press release. I have a lot of ideas of how this is going to grow. A press release advertising, YouTube promotion, Google ads, boosting things on social media, there's endless ways to really get this vehicle in motion and really have the ball start to roll and to grow and to morph and to adapt. But the common theme will hold through. The common theme of focusing on somebody lying and making up stories at the expense of someone's freedom will be at the forefront. That's what's going to be at the forefront of this. Now, the other argument I hear a lot is, oh, who gave you permission to talk about these people? Who gave these channels permission to do these things? Well, answer your own question first. Who gave you permission to come on and start telling lies? Who gave you permission to use other people's names to boast your importance, level of importance? And in many times when you may have not even known that person on such an intimate level that you're trying to reinvent and recreate history and recreate relationships. What gave them the right to do that? Remember, this is all a reaction. So if they never came out and started doing these things and telling all these lies and telling these stories and making fun of family, making fun of people, using someone's name to promote their video making a hashtag of somebody's name and and putting a a big name everywhere and titles and hashtags on thumbnails. If they never did that, this would never even have come to light. This would never even be an idea. So they started this movement. They're the inspiration for it. They should have been honest from day one. Well, now there's going to be a bunch of people who are going to make sure... That if, they are, if, if whoever decides to come out and start telling lies, well, they have two options. Either don't lie and tell sh- truths and be factual. Or if you're going to lie, well, be prepared for whoever's involved in this to call you out on it in one way, shape, or form. That's just how it goes. And the sooner you accept that, well, maybe the sooner they'll live in harmony. Because it's not going anywhere. They could do whatever they want. I've seen the emails, people trying to derail it, trying to uh, discredit it. I've seen comments. I've seen podcasters trying to make it something it's not. Going back to my point about where they try to say, oh, people are glorifying these guys. Nope. Nobody is. At least the ones I follow, the ones I'm dealing with, we don't do that. I can't say other. I'm sure there's a lot of people glorifying it. I always talk about them in the forums, those forum fools and this and the groupies That's not what we're doing here. That's not what we're about. Don't lump us into that because that's not what this is about. That's never even been an item for discussion to try to convince people that something is good or not good. Never even came up. What came up are the facts and what came up as the main topic of discussion is lies. People who are lying out there. People on public platforms who are telling lies, who happen to be informants. That's the focus. So everybody listening, just keep track of that for yourself. Don't even believe me. Just keep track of it for yourself. See which station uh, channels. <laughs> I said stations. Yeah, I've been watching too many of uh, certain episodes, certain things. But anyway, just see what channels are doing. See what kind of content people are putting out and watch how many of them now are trying to use that angle. Trying to say people are glorifying something. And they'll do episodes dedicated to these are no good, these people are no good. And a lot of times I laugh at myself because there a lot of these individuals are in glass houses and they're casting a lot of stones and they're worried about judging somebody else's character when, when they were doing things, I could lump them in with some people. I told you there's a difference between, in my view of the world, there's a difference between junkies and drug addicts and somebody who's addicted and has a problem. Now, should I lump every drug addict as a junkie? No. I see what their character is. For me, it's about character that has you make that transition from just being a drug addict who may be addicted to drugs, may have a problem, to somebody who's a low-life junkie. Two different things in my world. So should we start lumping together anybody who has a drug problem as a a drug addict? Of course not. That's not fair. Everybody's different. There's good and bad in everything. I don't paint the world with a broad stroke. I judge people for who they are and what they do and how they conduct themselves. That's how I judge people. I don't care if they're yellow, green, orange, brown, black. That doesn't mean anything to me. I've had many Italians that I think are the lowest form of human being in the world. So it means nothing to me if they're Italian, not Italian. That's irrelevant to me. I judge you by your character. And I tell you, I've been getting a lot of emails, people wanting to do channels, asking me my thoughts on it. And I, I'm i uh, honored that somebody would want my two cents on that and and I'm honored to help them get that off the floor, get that rolling. I'll try to do what I can to assist. And that's really it. just going to be what I can do to assist. There's no agenda there. There's no anything. The only agenda, I guess if you would call it one, would be it's more people helping one another. It's more people getting exposure, bringing to light what they're doing, and trying to inform the public about what's going on. And this is an issue that's going on. And for those who who want to doubt it and doubt that people are lying, just look for yourself. Look up how many lying informants... We're responsible for wrongful convictions. Look how many people are getting exonerated because years later it's coming out that somebody lied about what they did. I'm not pulling this from thin air, folks. I I actually wish I I didn't even have to talk about these things because if I didn't have to talk about them, that means they, they don't exist. So it's not even a problem. Unfortunately, that's not reality. These things do exist and that's why I'm focusing on them because a lot of the public is not aware of it. And I know a lot of the public's not aware of it because I get a lot of comments. MRE gets a lot of comments basically saying, hey, I I believed it. I believed these informants when I first were listening to them. And then when I came across your show, I'm seeing facts. I'm seeing seeing the other side of that. And now I'm changing my mind. Beautiful. That's great. And if they don't change their mind, equally as great. You have some diehard fans. They don't want to hear anything. They don't want to hear the truth. That's fine. I don't care. I'm not going to waste my time on that. I'm not here to convince anybody. I I, I say it all the time. It, it's no a nauseam I say it. I don't care who agrees, who don't agree. I'm not here for that. It's awesome when I have I encounter like-minded people, as part of this wepushback.com. People with things in common. Where we're trying to, in our own way, we all have different styles. And MRE had a good idea, and I and I implemented it. He wanted to. He said it'd be a good idea to have different categories, and that's what's on the website. You have the humorous category, uh, entertaining category, streamlined category, and basically I broke it up that way because what he said makes sense. And it allows for the the user, if they're going on and and they're viewing the website, they could go to the category that intrigues them. If they want to laugh a little for the day while also being enlightened about the character of somebody they may be listening to, perfect. There's something for that. Do they just want to hear about the facts? They want to see visuals? They want to see documents? We have my podcast for that. I'm sure there'll be more adding along that genre within that realm, under that specific heading. I had a gentleman email me yesterday, and we went back and forth, and it seems like his focus will fall under that headline, the streamlined approach, where he's talking about facts and chain of events, things of that nature. So everybody will have a place on the platform, in a different section, who's doing this. This platform is not about channels doing mob history or talking about current events. or any. That's not what this is about. That's not what this WePushBack.com is about. This is about focusing on informants who are using the platform to lie about people, to insult people, to talk about people disparagingly, to make... Remarks about people that aren't too kind when they're telling their stories, mock people, mock ex-friends, bring ex-friends character into question, talk about making merchandise about somebody's nickname and profiting off of that. Not that they did it, but to to talk about it and to mock someone like that. You think somebody likes to hear about their father, their uncle, their brother being on a t-shirt, being mocked and somebody making money off of that? And let's call a spade a spade. These channels doing that, these informants when they're lying and telling stories, they're making money when you break it down off of somebody else's name. They're using other names. Look at it this way. Say they wanted to come out, they wanted to be reinvented, but they did want to talk about their past, okay? Just a little bit of insight about who they are. Okay, why you got to bring up all names then? Why can't you create names? What's wrong with telling a story and say, listen, I'm going to tell this story. I'm not going to talk about who was involved. They're not here to defend themselves. But here's the story. I was with, and make a name up. Say, I'm going to call him Michael for the purpose of this story. So I was with Michael and we went and we robbed the bank. But, 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 and you Tell the story. Tell, tell your, your, your stories of how crazy you were and how tough you are. Leave names out of it. Not only did you want to testify on people and put them away, now you want to really continue to destroy their, their reputation, have their families hear constant stories told about them day in, day out? Is that really your goal? To me, that, that shows me your cards. That shows me your character. You don't give a crap, in my opinion, about turning over a new leaf. You still have venom in you. You still have animosity and you want to drag whoever may have done you wrong in your eyes through the mud as long as you can using your platform. And maybe who you're dragging through the mud doesn't have the personality or doesn't have the, their their ethics or beliefs don't allow them to defend themselves. They don't want to go on, on, on the internet and defend themselves. And I respect that. A lot of people don't want to do that. I don't blame them. It's not easy. You open yourself up for attacks. You open yourself up for a lot of things, but you know what? I take offense to it because I've experienced it firsthand. So I'll be there to pick that up. I'll be there to give you a a bit of a voice. MRE will be there to give you a bit of a voice. Kane Shades will be there to give you a little bit of a voice. And as channels keep popping up to give you a little bit of a voice, I had a, um, a young female contact my company. She's a major majoring in journalism. She wants to be an investigative journalist. She came across my podcast, my website. Very nice young lady, and she asked if she could help from the investigative journalist side. And I told her, absolutely, you could help. There was a project I had, not uh, I was, I liked that I saw in the past that I would look for her to probably to probably run with and use. Obviously, reinventing any everything, but the common theme will be to give a voice to those who don't have it to shed the light on cases that may be going on where there's foul play, where they're not playing by the rules, where people are lying. So I have a few ideas for this female, and I'm hoping I could steer her in the right direction. And at the same time, she will help the cause. It'll be a, a mutual beneficial relationship for everybody. She'll be able to dive in and learn about things. I'll offer her insight. We'll see how it develops. Who knows, it may not go anywhere, but just getting that email and opening that door of conversation tells me I'm on the right path, that there are people that care, there are people that want to help out, there are people who have been impacted in one way, shape, or form from this dynamic, and they had enough of it. And for some reason, that's a big problem for a lot of people. People will try to discredit it. Listen to me, you're going to get people to try to say, oh, they have... I don't know all these different personalities that are joining this cause, and I don't need to. Sometimes when you're working for a cause that's important, you're able to put differences aside as long as your focus is the same and focus on that cause and put it out. I'll give you an example. Oh, before I get into that, the other thing I want to address that's going around, which again is lunacy, and to me it's another way to discredit the purpose of this cause You get a lot of people, they're using this term like, oh, but that's like a street guy. Only a street guy would think that way about informants and this. Okay, that's 100% bullshit, and I don't like to curse on the show, and it's not because I'm a saint, I just don't like to curse on the show, but that's 100% bullshit. It has nothing to do with street guy mentality, okay? We're getting into what's called belief systems, moral systems, and ethics. That's what we're getting into, who you are as a person. You don't need to be a street guy. You don't need to know anybody. You don't need to be tied to anybody. That's nonsense on a huge level. Again, they're using that to try to diminish our argument. They're using that, well, well, yeah, of course they're going to think that way. They got the street guy mentality. But we have the professional mentality. And the, No, it has nothing to do with mentality. It has to do with character and belief system. Somebody could just believe, listen up, people. For those who think it's a street mentality, I got a wake-up call for you. There's a lot of people never did a day in the street, work hard, get up, go to work, who just don't like informants. That's how life works. Sorry to to, to burst your bubble, but that's how it works. Sometimes in life, you're raised, you have a certain belief system. I don't like, uh, I, you know what gets on my nerves? Say I'm doing work in my house. And Or I'm doing something and a neighbor's nosy and they're asking questions or they call the town to see if you got your permits. I don't like that person. That's a nosy bastard. I don't like that. To me, that's like you're being unnecessarily nosy and you're causing trouble for no reason. Mind your business. I don't like that person. That has nothing to do with street. That has nothing to do with mentality. That's my beliefs. I don't don't do that. I don't get involved if my neighbor's doing something. As long as it doesn't encroach on me, I don't get involved in that. It's not my business. I don't make it my business. So, I may not personally like informants. It's irrelevant. It has nothing to do with street thinking or this and that. I'm not in the street. I've been a a professional for 20 years. I, I was a salesman. I actually worked as a laborer when I was a kid. Then I became a salesman. Then I became an entrepreneur. Took a lot of classes, educated myself, got a lot of certificates. Won a lot of awards, but I'm. It, it has nothing to do with bragging. My point is I'm cemented in the professional world. It has nothing to do with a street mentality that they try to minimize. You don't need to have a street mentality to have a code of conduct or a code of morals. For some people, it's just not okay to inform. Some people are against that. That's just how it goes. So when they try to make it well, they're mixing street and, and citizens don't think like street And they use all these terms and and, uh, they're trying to bring the street to YouTube. No, I'm not doing that. And I know MRE is not doing that. And I know King Shade's not doing that. From what I heard, none of us are doing that. We're not bringing anything. We're just talking about our personal belief system. The people who emailed me, it's their personal belief system. They just don't like the idea of somebody lying and informing and, and costing somebody their lives based on lies. So that's the other argument you're gonna hear. They're gonna to try to make it as if somebody like me can't separate street mentality from YouTube mentality. It's complete horse complete horseshit. That has nothing to do with this this whole entire idea, philosophy, and what I'm putting out it has nothing to do with my podcast, nothing to do with the web. My morals and beliefs are based on me as an individual, not based on street and con- It's irrelevant. But that they'll use that. That's going to be the, because you got to realize that they know that their argument collapses on the surface. There is no way to defend somebody lying and costing someone their life because they lied. There's no way to defend that. And if you try to defend that, you sound like a moron. And that's how they're sounding now with their street logic, oh, it's street, uh, with their glorification logic. All of that are distractions. They're trying to distract their viewers from what is going on here to diminish it and devalue it. Don't let them do that, people. Don't let them do that. See through it all. Listen to what I'm saying and watch my actions. Watch what I put out and watch what I say. And everybody you follow who is part of this, watch what they say. And then judge them on an individual basis. You may hear my channel say, okay, he's not doing that. You may hear another channel say, ah, well, he's me doing it a little. That's how it goes. We're not all robots. But I know for myself, I could speak very confidently on this. That's not what I'm doing. So when people try to twist that and you get guys who are going on trying to make a whole example of how, well, you can't bring street mentality to YouTube. and the, I'm not bringing street mentality. Okay? What I'm bringing is a core system of values and ethics. Been in business a long time. Opened a lot of things. Closed a lot of things. Failed at a lot of things and succeeded a lot of things. Went to school, got certifications, got certificates, got degrees, got designations. Okay, it has nothing to do with street. I could still conduct myself and keep my my morals in 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 check and align with things that feel right to me. When you have a belief system, you don't do you don't follow it to appease anybody. You follow it so you could look at your, yourself in the mirror at night. That's why I follow it. And that's why I even have to reflect on certain things. Sometimes I may do something and I, and I think it's in line with my my belief system and then I'll be like, oh wait, you know what? Uh, I'm not crazy about that. Let me change that because I won't feel right about it. And it has nothing to do with anybody else. It's about what makes me feel right inside. I got to make sure what I do aligns with my beliefs because I'll feel like I'm almost betraying myself. if If I perform or, or I conduct myself in a manner that is opposite, ...of my core values... ...I'll be upset with myself. I feel like I let myself down. So it really gets under my skin... and, ...and I believe they use that... ...to devalue what's going on here. You don't have to be in the street... ...to be against somebody lying. You don't have to be in the street... ...to be against somebody who's an informant. Everybody has different moral beliefs. There's plenty of people on here. Just look who's friends with informants... Who hangs out with informants? Who platforms informants? They have no problem with informants. That's fine. Am I telling you to change your belief? Am I telling you, oh, you have the, uh, what do they want to call it? You have the citizen mentality. Why are you bringing the citizen mentality? No, it has nothing to do with mentalities. It has to do with that's who you are as a person. That's your belief system. You have no problem with it. Cool. That's fine. That's how you operate. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm not trying to, diminish what you're doing, to me, I don't agree with it. But who am I? I'm not God. That's my personal belief. But what happens is, people who align with my belief come together. The same way they all have their crews. They have their buddies. They have their informants. They have their informants making pages about people, tormenting families, abusing people, cursing people out, threatening people. That's who they align with. Fine. That's fine. Fine. And then there's some people right in the middle. Somebody made a comment when I was on the show. I forgot who it was. I was on MRE's show. And they made a comment, why should I have to choose sides? I never said anybody has to choose sides. I said I have to choose sides. For me as a person, I can't straddle the fence. I'm not knocking those who don't want to choose sides. That's fine. You don't want to choose sides. That's your own personal belief. For me, I can't operate that way. I make a stand and that's it. I stand by it, good, bad, or indifferent. That's the only way I feel comfortable with myself. And that's why I separate myself from, say, certain podcasts or certain things because I don't agree with what they're doing. It may not be anything personal. I just don't agree with it. Why am I going to? I'll feel like I'm being fake to myself. Do you understand? If I'm doing something that is a little bit out of my character, I'll feel like I'm being fake to myself. So if I'm associating with somebody who's good friends with an informant, who I have a problem with that. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know I know you want to use that stupid street mentality uh, nonsense that you try to use as an analogy. It's nonsense and it's BS. It has nothing to do with that. That's just who I am as a person. I have a problem with that internally. And there's plenty of people who have a problem with that internally. They have a hard time accepting that for some reason. But I've seen on our side, we don't. I never tell anybody, don't listen to me, choose sides. I never tell them, I'm telling you I choose sides. This is the side I'm on. I'm against lying informants. Can't help it. Don't don't care who likes it and who don't. And I'm against people who side with lying informants and who platform lying informants. I have a problem with that. It's a moral dilemma that I have. I have a problem corresponding or interacting with that. It's just who I am. And I would be upfront. say somebody wanted to address me or talk to me or this and that, and they were tied to a lying informant somewhere. I'm going to address that. I'm going to let them know I'm not comfortable interacting. It's nothing personal. We're on just two different sides of the fence. That's how life goes. Sometimes values are so different, it's hard to find common ground. And trust me, I find a lot of common ground in the business world and this, because it's not about that. You know, it's not about that topic. We don't even go down that road about belief systems. We're, we're there to do business deals. Let's do the deal. Let's make some money. You get service. I get some money. Everybody's happy. I'll perform for you. One thing about me nobody will ever outwork me. There's people smarter, more intelligent, more capable, more degrees, but they'll never outwork me. And that's one thing I teach my kids. Don't ever, that's something you could control. Don't ever have somebody outwork you. If you outwork and you're a worker and you're ambitious and you have that drive, that is one of the most powerful tools you could have. That could trump intelligence. I've seen a lot of lazy, intelligent people. So basically, their intelligence is wasted. A lot could be made up for in your work ethic and in your beliefs and on what drives you, drive and ambition. A lot could be compensated for for that. What you may lack in other areas. You'll definitely compensate for it when you have that drive and you have that ambition, and you need to have th- thick skin, and you need to be able to go against the opposition, and you need to not have things bother you. I say it all the time: nothing on here could ever bother me. I've gotten the tough guy emails, messages, people trying to be tough and aggressive. I find that comical. You're really that that um. That, uh, let me see, I guess I would say you're really that hyped up, I guess, or that aggravated about a situation. All of my information's out there. Call me. Come to my office. We'll have a debate about it. We'll have a discussion about it. Keep the tough guy nonsense to yourself. Go impress somebody else with it. Go tell stories with it. Do whatever. I like to deal things face-to-face. I got a problem with somebody, I call them directly, and I deal with it that way. Somebody has a problem... With me or something, I, I, you know, that's the way things should be worked out. Call me directly, we'll work it out. That's why it, it means nothing to me, these random comments. or It means nothing, I don't care about that. I expect a lot of opposition. I think this is the tip of the iceberg. Because the bigger this thing gets, the same way that defendants and family members have family, these lying informants have family, right? And friends. So I'm sure they're not happy. They don't like somebody going after their loved one. That's life. I, I know that. I accept that. And I understand that. They're going to be upset by that. I get it. We're going to battle it out? We'll battle it out. They're going to, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of comments, emails. I've gotten them in the past. I've gotten them currently. I'm sure I'm going to get them in the future. It means nothing. It'll never derail. It'll never change my position. And it'll never change my, my goals here. It's just not going to happen. And I'm going to be honest with you. Things like that always fire me up. When I get opposition, I'm the type of person that I use that as fuel to fire me up. I've been like that my whole life. When I was a kid and I was starting out and I was trying to be a salesman and people doubted my ability, doubted what I was able to do, I took that as a personal challenge to fuel me. There was a lot of things I've accomplished, things I've done in in different in the in the business realm and different realms that I had a lot of doubters. And nothing is more satisfying, let me tell you that, when you prove doubters wrong or you show them what you could do. I it's a, it's a great thing to be underestimated, to be shoot away, act as if you know you're insignificant. It's a great feeling when you show somebody what you could do. I welcome that. I welcome that. The way I look at those things is game on. You bring your game, I'll bring mine. Let's see how it goes. Game on, people. That's how I see it for those opposing, those upset, those making comments, those trying to say I'm glorifying. Those trying to say, oh, he's bringing street mentality. It's all nonsense. It's all to detract, deflect, and try to win over their audience so their audience says, well, I don't glorify the mob, so I can't support that. Yeah, well, you don't have to because nobody here does. What I'm doing doesn't do that. But that's the trick that a lot of these hosts do, these podcasters, these lying informants. That's the trick that they're using. They're trying to say, well, if you agree with this whole pushback thing, you're glorifying the mob. No, that's not true. Stop lying. Again, you're getting a bad habit. I want to tell the podcasters who are going down that road, you must be hanging out with those lying informants too long because now you're getting their bad habits of making up things. Not true, not accurate at all. Focus on the content. Focus on the words being spoken. Focus on the theme of things. Then come and try to tell me what, what is really going on. And for those with the whole street mentality, always using street mentality, that street talk, That's no, again, you sound foolish just because you may be okay with informants. Don't try to justify it in your own mind by saying, well, I'm using the professional approach and they're using the street approach. So I'm going to be a professional and use that approach. No, 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 That has nothing to do with it. That's your, your core belief system. You're okay with those things. My core belief system I'm not. And, and people try to say, well, we could find common ground and talk. You have to understand something in life. When you have strong beliefs and, and you adhere to a certain uh, group of values, you just can't associate with certain people. You just can't until you maybe vet it out, you talk about it, you understand it, and then you give your perspective. I like to give my perspective. I like to tell them, okay. A lot of people were giving me, I've received a few emails, why don't you talk to this one and that one, they have a podcast, and here's my thing, well I have a problem doing that because they're friends with informants and they talk to informants. That doesn't make me street, that makes me that, that's an internal belief system, and I don't like to associate that, so I'd rather not engage with that person. Is that what, it, what they're trying to say? They're trying to say that if you have that belief system, you're street, you're a street guy? That's ridiculous. It's a belief system. It's how you grow up. It's your moral code. So I can't make it any more clear than that, but I wanted to address that because I've seen that going on. Nonsense. Zero to do with street, more to do with... I'll give you a prime example. Let's say these were weren't lying informants. Let's say they were degenerate pedophiles doing podcasts and, and podcasters were hosting them and being friends with them. How many of those podcasts do you think would be doing that? It'd probably be a lot less, right? Because the majority of the public who are good people would be against that. Correct? So if they're against that, they're not going to platform them. They're not going to put them on. Is that street mentality? No, that's their moral belief. That's where they reach their limit. Everybody has their limit and everybody has their boundaries. That is their boundaries. You can't change that. That's how societal makeup, that's how people are. Everybody's an individual. They each have their limits. They each have their boundaries. And sometimes it's too far. You don't want to cross that for yourself. So you got to stop with the whole street nonsense. It has nothing to do with that. Get that in your head. It has nothing to do with that. It's just who we are as people, how we're brought up, and what we have in play that guides us through this world. How do we navigate this world? How do we know who to deal with, who not to deal with? It's all individual personalities. There's many on here. Say it again. I have no problem with informants. They'll say, I don't care if they're informed. They're my good friend. I love them. We hang out. Great. I'm not trying to change your beliefs. Those are your beliefs. Just don't try to act like you have a different set of beliefs where I get a little twisted is you'll get a lot of these people, I hate rats, and I spoke about this, I hate rats, I hate, the, but they're friends with informants. That, to me, is weird. At least stand by what you portray. Come out from the gate and say you don't have nothing wrong with informants, you take it on a case-by-case basis, and you and you uh, weigh that individual based on that, regardless of what they may have done. Okay, so say that from the beginning. But the going back and forth in the hypocrisy is where I got a problem. So, so, if you don't have a problem with it, okay, that's fine. Just say it, though. Don't one day say you hate them. One day have, you know, uh, one day you're saying all good things about, let's say, an individual who is impacted by an informant, and then the next day you're bashing that individual because you be- became friends with the informant. That's where you show who you are as a person. That's where you show that you're very easily swayed, and it all depends on, I guess, opportunity or... Or, or what benefits you or them. Who knows? Who knows what's behind that? That's neither here nor there. But that that is one thing I find strange, the back and forth. That's that's weird. Now, the other thing I wanted to hash out a little bit, which I find ironic, a lot of these, uh, a lot of podcasters, especially in this community, they'll attack one another. They'll go after one another. That's fine. Whatever you want to do. Whatever floats your boat. But I noticed the go-to card is they try to dig up their history their past, things that these podcasters may or may not have done, and they try to use that as ammunition, right? Now, isn't that a bit of a double standard? Because if they're that vested into what somebody's done in their past life, this is where there's a contradiction. They'll say, when they're they're talking about their buddies and their informants, right, Their, their friends who may be informants or their buddies, they'll try to say, well, they're changed, they're a good person now, they're changing their life. Now, if you look into that person's past, I'm sure there may be some things that they may have done that weren't that great, you know, and, and that's life. If they're moving on, okay. But now they'll go and they'll lock in on the on the podcasters and they'll look to exploit whatever they may have done in their past and they'll try to weaponize that and use that as a tool as to say, well, you shouldn't like this person. Now isn't that a double standard? Because in one breath you're saying Oh, hey, hey, this uh, informant, he's changed, like him for what he's done. Now, judge us for what we've done today, not what we did yesterday. But you're going and judging the podcasters based on what they've done in a lot of ways. I'm not saying everybody does that. I'm just using an example. I've seen that done. They'll dig up a lot of history and who got arrested, and it's crazy. And again, I see a double standard there. If it's good for you, you'll use it. If it's not good for you, oh, uh, you know, if it's your friend and he's a line of form. No, he changed. He's a new guy. He's doing the right thing. So keep track of that, people. There's a lot of mind games going on. And a lot of people aren't getting it on its surface because they may have a lot of trust in, in the podcaster. They may have a lot of trust in who they align with. But just look at look at how things play out. Look at their words. Look at what they focus on. And just see if they apply those same set of, set of words and standards into how they operate. Just just take notice of that. That's all I'm going to say on that. Now, one thing I'll tell you as of now... My way of thinking, what we're trying to do here, channels that are trying to do uh, as part of this pushing back, we're the minority. That's just a fact. A lot of these bigger informants uh, have huge platforms, hundreds of thousands of of subscribers, millions of views, obviously we're the minority. So I also find it very amusing, all this time went by, being unchecked. Now that things are gaining momentum, People are freaking out. A lot of people are freaking out. You got podcasters who are friends with a lot of these inly- lying informants freaking out. You got a lot of people freaking out, but I'll tell you what will happen with this. It'll almost be like a purge. This is what's going to happen. You're going to get some podcasters who may open their eyes up, who may actually take the time to listen, understand what's being put out, and if they're reasonable people, and they're free thinkers, and they're not so blinded with their uh newly found allegiance to their new friends maybe they'll say, hey, you know what I was wrong this guy is uh, he's telling a lot of tales. he's hurting a lot of people with his stories. he's insulting a lot of people. I morally can't align with that and maybe the door will open and, and they'll uh, they'll they'll realize what's going on here is in line with their belief system. And perhaps they were looking at it a little differently. And there's nothing wrong in that. There's nothing wrong in changing your mind. To me, that's intelligence. You change your mind based on a new set of facts that opens your mind and really allows you to do a deep dive within yourself and realize, hey, I was looking at this through the wrong set of optics. This does align with my core values. This is something I'm about. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what what, what starts to happen and then it's it's building that new bridge it's it's trying to explore that and i'll always be up front when i'm dealing with somebody if i'm debating somebody i'm talking i i don't hold punches i'll tell them what i don't agree with i'll tell them why i really can't i really can't participate in what they're doing and who knows maybe that'll change the game a little bit Maybe they'll see things a little differently. Maybe they'll see things the way I see it, even if they don't agree. You don't always have to agree somebody to understand their perspective. I can understand a lot of perspectives. I may not agree with it. And just because I don't agree with it doesn't make me right. People like to act as if what I'm saying, I'm trying to say, well, I'm right and everybody's wrong. I never once said that. I recognize I'm an individual. This is an individual-based opinion. And I understand there's a lot of opinions, but I will stand by my opinion. I will not change it. I will not change who I am to try to fit in or try to make friends. I will never, ever sacrifice that. I'd rather be alone. I always teach my kids that. I'd rather you're alone in life and stand by your values than compromise anything just to be with who's popular, who's more well-known. I'd rather be standing by myself because I'll be able to sleep at night. And that's what a leader's about. That's what somebody who, who... supports their convictions is about they're not worried about the popularity of it they're just worried about adhering to it because they believe in it and uh, you know just to kind of close out there's a lot of things coming there's a lot of moving parts to this the more I think about it the more I develop it I'm going to try to treat this as a business that doesn't make any money because I'm not going to make any money from this Now, the good thing is I'm glad I'm able to help other channels. Those who are monetized, they'll get some clicks, they'll get more traction. That's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with helping one another. That's a good definition of success sometimes. It's not what you have accomplished. It's what you have helped others to accomplish. That's a good feeling for success. What have you helped others do? Forget about what you did. Forget about your own... Your own achievements. What you? What have you done to help somebody else achieve something? Help somebody else become successful? I like to use that as a gauge sometimes. And we'll see how how this. And, and and it's a it's a mutual beneficial relationship. They're they're growing in viewers. The cause is getting out there. The public's gaining awareness. Who knows? Defendants may start to get fair trials. And again, I always say it. People are like. And you'll never stop seeing this because you have the ignorant people. Well, these are bad guys. They deserve to be in jail. I'm not saying whether somebody's bad or good. You'll never hear me come on here and convince you. You think I care what somebody thinks about somebody I care about deeply? Do you really think a random person's opinion means anything to me? If they're trying to be disparaging and this and that. I greatly appreciate when somebody's nice and complimentary. That's a courteous. That's being courteous. And I appreciate that. But do you think any negative underlying comments or or snippets or remarks mean anything to me? I don't need someone to tell me who somebody I care about is. That means nothing to me. I know what what somebody is. I know what a person's made up. I know who in my version, who's a stand-up person and who's not. Not the informant stand-up version. They don't know what that means. They throw that term around a lot, but they have no idea what it means. I know what somebody being stand-up is all about. And that's what's important to me. And you'll get a lot of the comment as well, the, 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 the bad people that should be in jail anyway. Okay, well, that could be a belief. But here's the problem with that. If you also believe in the criminal justice system, you can't really say that. Because whoever's in front of the judge, the jury, the prosecution, deserves at the very minimum a fair trial, regardless of the charges. And trust me, that's a hard thing to say, because there's a lot of degenerates that I'll see on the news, and I'll be like, oh man, fry this guy, especially when it has to do with kids. But I respect the criminal justice system, and they got to go through the system, they got to get a fair trial. They got to get a fair trial. That's how it works. There's a lot of, you know, like anybody else. I'm sure there's a lot of crimes. People just feel, ah, you know, burn them at the stake. Well, if you believe in our country and you believe in the system, at the very least, give them a fair trial. If they're guilty, they're guilty. Karma will, will, will show its head if they're guilty. If the facts line up to the evidence and the evidence shows that this person may be guilty, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. When I have a problem is when lies are told, facts are twisted, accounts are reinvented, history is changed. That's when I have a problem. You're going to charge somebody, you're going to put them in jail, do it for what they actually committed, the crimes they actually committed. Don't manifest stuff. Don't have informants lie about it. Don't try to make it something it's not. Don't change a level of importance somebody may have an informant may have, don't try to boost them to make them more important or to make them in the know when they weren't. Well, I, I kept you guys here long enough today. As always, and I'll say it again. I appreciate each and every one of you the viewers, each and every one of the subscribers, everyone who promotes the show is now promoting the the website. For those of us who align together, I'll be here to support you, help you out however I can. We're going to try to make something of this. We're going to try to show them what we could do. We may not be the majority, but we're the minority. So they're going to get a little taste of what a driven minority could do. And they're going to see what we're capable of. And when I tell you, you ain't seen nothing yet. Till next time.
0: You've been listening to the Justice Tech Pros podcast with Dominic Kria, One of the most unique podcasts on the internet. Discussing the obstacles the defense team faces when trying a case. What goes on behind the scenes during pre-trial and motion phase. Holding defense attorneys accountable, making sure they're fighting for their clients. The difference between textbook law and how things truly play out in a courtroom. And everything in between. And everything in between. We hope you've gotten some some useful and practical information from this show and we'll be back soon until then find us on twitter facebook and instagram at justice tech pros to email the show with questions and comments it's podcast at justicetechpros.com till next time this is justice tech pros podcast and dominic crea signing off